听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read. 欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 m o t o Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。今天让我们一起来听黎巴嫩文人纪伯伦的一句话，中国唐代诗人杜甫的一首诗歌《立秋雨院中有作》，composed in the rainy compound at the beginning of autumn。最后，让我们一起来读美国著名作家海明威的一篇短篇小说。A clean, well-lighted place, 一个干净明亮的地方。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. 我们的焦虑不是来自于对未来的思考，而是来自于想要控制它。纪伯伦。纪伯伦是黎巴嫩诗人、散文作家、画家。1833年出生于黎巴嫩北部山乡捕蛇里。12岁时，他随母亲去了美国的波士顿，两年后又回到祖国，进贝鲁特西科马睿智学校学习阿拉伯文、法文和绘画。学习期间，他曾创办《真理》杂志，态度激进。1908年发表小说《叛逆的灵魂》，激怒当局，其作品遭到查禁焚毁，本人被逐，再次前往美国。后来，他又去了法国，在巴黎艺术学院学习绘画和雕塑，曾得到艺术大师罗丹的讲业。1911年，纪伯伦重返波士顿，次年迁往纽约常住，从事文学艺术创作活动，直至1931年在纽约去世。纪伯伦的文学作品蕴含了丰富的社会性和东方精神，不以情节为重，旨在抒发丰富的情感。其代表作有。我的心灵告诫我，论友谊等，其绘画则具有浓重的浪漫主义和象征主义色彩，在阿拉伯画坛占有独特的地位。纪伯伦与印度诗人泰戈尔齐名，被称为站在东西方文化桥梁的两位巨人。Our anxiety does not come from thinking about the future, but from wanting to control it. Khalil Gibran. 我们的焦虑不是来自于对未来的思考，而是来自于想要控制它。纪伯伦。More to read. 闭上双眼，静静聆听。Poem of the day.
立秋与院中有作，杜甫。山云行绝塞，大火覆溪流。飞雨动华屋，萧萧凉洞秋。穷途愧之极，暮齿借前愁。已废清晨夜，哪成长者谋？解衣开北户，高枕对南楼。树湿风凉尽，江轩水气浮。李宽心有事，解爽并微抽。主将归条顶，无还访旧秋。In the rainy compound, at the beginning of autumn, Du Fu. Mountain clouds move over this remote frontier. Antares once again flows to the west. Driving rain stirs the splendid roof. Whistling in the wind, beams and rafters turn autumn. At road's end, a debt of gratitude to my true friend. In twilight years, I borrow the chopsticks before me. I have wasted my time, paying my respects on clear mornings. How can I perfect plans for my superior? I untie my robes and open the north. Door. My relaxed pillow faces the southern tower. The trees are wet. The winds cool comes in. The river is noisy. Vapors float on the water. His relaxing courtesies feel agreeable to my heart. The season is brisk. My illness a little better. When the commander returns to season the cauldron, I will again visit my former hills. We just heard this song, "Leaves in the Garden of Autumn," from the Tang Dynasty. 杜甫，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵，英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读。杜甫出生于公元712年，公元770年去世，字子美，诗中常自称少林野老，故世称杜少林。他是唐代诗人杜审言之孙，开元后期举进士不第，漫游各地。公元744年，在洛阳与李白相识，后来寓居长安近十年，未能有所施展，生活贫困，逐渐接近人民，对当时生活状况有较深的认识。及至安禄山君临长安，曾被困城中半年，后逃至凤翔，夜见肃宗，观左拾遗。长安收复后，随肃宗还京，不久出为华州司公参军。很快便弃官居秦州
，不久又移家成都，住草堂于浣花溪上，世称浣花草堂。晚年举家出蜀，病死湘江途中。杜甫的诗大胆揭露了当时的社会矛盾，对穷苦人民寄予深切同情，内容深刻。许多优秀作品显示了唐代由盛转衰的历史过程，因此也被称为“诗史”。在艺术上，他善于运用各种诗歌形式，尤长于律诗，风格多样而以沉郁为主，语言精炼，具有高度的表达能力，继承了《诗经》以来注重反映社会现实的优良文学传统，成为古代诗歌艺术的又一高峰，对后世影响巨大。正的世界无限广阔，一个充满希望与忧烦、刺激与兴奋的天地，等待着那些有胆识的人，去冒各种风险，追求人生的真谛。这段话出自英国女作家夏洛蒂·勃朗特的代表作《简爱》。我是轻松调频记者星玉，和轻松调频一起在阅读中感受生活之美。Easy FM。We are the difference. More to read. 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words. 短篇小说《A Clean, Well-Lighted Place》，一个干净明亮的地方，是美国著名作家海明威的早期作品，是一部典型的虚无主义小说，具有典型的海明威风格。文章以虚无主义为主题。并大量使用简洁句。这篇小说所描述的是一位老人和两位逝者的故事。其中，老人这一人物形象看似微不足道，但从他自杀和饮酒的两个选择行为来分析，他是一个展现出重压之下的优雅风度和精神不败的尊严感的海明威式主人公。两位逝者之间的对话引出了虚无这一主题，表明虚无是对存在的体验。人类只有在内心保持一片干净明亮的地方，才能抵御虚无。好，那么接下来就让我们一起来读一下由海明威所写的这部短篇小说的中英文版本。那么由于时间关系，我们今天先来读这篇文章的上半部分。中文版本由曹雍翻译。A clean, well-lighted place by Ernest Hemingway。一个干净明亮的地方。欧内斯特·海明威。It was very late, and everyone had left the cafe except an old man who sat in the shadow the leaves of the tree made against the electric light. In the daytime, the street was dusty, but at night, the dew settled the dust, and the old man liked to sit late because he was deaf. And now at night, it was quiet, and he felt the difference. The two waiters inside the cafe knew that the old man was a little drunk, and while he was a good client, they knew that if he became too drunk, he would leave without paying. So they kept watch on him. 时间很晚了，大家都离开餐馆，只有一个老人还坐在树叶挡住灯光的阴影里。白天里，街上尽是尘埃，到得晚上。露水压住了尘埃。这个老人喜欢做的很晚，因为他是个聋子
。现在是夜里，十分寂静，他感觉得到跟白天的不同。待在餐馆里的两个侍者知道这老人有点醉了。他虽然是个好主顾，可是他们知道，如果他喝得太醉了，他会不付账就走，所以他们一直在留神他。Last week he tried to commit suicide, one waiter said. Why? He was in despair. What about? Nothing. How do you know it was nothing? He has plenty of money. 上个星期他想自杀，一个侍者说：“为什么？他绝望了。干嘛绝望？没事儿。你怎么知道是没事儿？他有很多钱。” They sat together at a table that was close against the wall near the door of the cafe and looked at the terrace where the tables were all empty except where the old man sat in the shadow of the leaves of the tree that moved slightly in the wind. A girl and a soldier went by in the street. The streetlight shone on the brass number on his collar. The girl wore no head covering and hurried beside him. 他们一起坐在紧靠着餐馆大门墙边的桌旁，眼睛望着平台，那儿的桌子全都空无一人，只有那个老人坐在随风轻轻漂浮的树叶的阴影里。有个少女和一个大兵走过大街，街灯照在他那领章的铜号码上。那个少女没戴帽子，在他身旁匆匆走着。The guard will pick him up. One waiter said, "What does it matter if he gets what he's after? He had better get off the street now. The guard will get him. They went by five minutes ago." The old man sitting in the shadow rapped on his saucer with his glass. The younger waiter went over to him. "What do you want?" The old man looked at him. "Another brandy," he said. You'll be drunk," the waiter said. The old man looked at him. The waiter went away. 警卫队会把他带走，一个侍者说。如果他到手了他要找的东西，那又有什么关系呢？他这会儿还是从街上溜走为好。警卫队会找他麻烦。他们五分钟前才经过这里。那老人坐在阴影里，用杯子敲敲茶托。那个年纪比较轻的侍者上他那儿去。你要什么？老人朝他看了看，再来杯白兰地。他说：“你会喝醉的。”侍者说。老人朝他看了一看，侍者走开了。He'll stay all night, he said to his colleague. I'm sleepy now. I never get into bed before three o'clock. He should have killed himself last week. The waiter took the brandy bottle and another saucer from the counter inside the cafe, and marched out to the old man's table. He put down the saucer and poured the glass full of brandy. "You should have killed yourself last week," he said to the deaf man. The old man motioned with his finger. "A little more," he said. The waiter poured on into the glass, so that brandy slopped over and ran down the stem into the top saucer of the pile. Thank you," 
the old man said. The waiter took the bottle back inside the cafe. He sat down at the table with his colleague again. 他会通宵待在这里，他对他的同事说：“我这会儿真想睡，我从来没有在三点以前睡觉过。他应该在上星期就自杀了。”侍者从餐馆里的柜台上拿了一瓶白兰地和另一个茶托，大步走了出来，送到老人桌上。他放下茶托，把杯子倒满了白兰地。“你应该在上星期就自杀了。”他对那个笼子说。老人把手指一晃，再加一点他说。侍者又往杯子里倒酒，酒溢了出来，顺着高脚杯的脚流进了一叠茶托的第一只茶托。谢谢你，老人说。侍者把酒瓶拿回到餐馆去，他又同他的同事坐在桌旁。He's drunk now, he said. He's drunk every night. What did he want to kill himself for? How should I know? How did he do it? He hung himself with a rope. Who cut him down? His niece. Why did they do it? Fear for his soul. How much money has he got? He's got plenty. He must be eighty years old. Anyway, I should say he was eighty. He 这会儿喝醉了。他说：“他每天晚上都喝醉，他干嘛要自杀呀？我怎么知道？他上次是怎样自杀的？他用绳子上吊。谁把他放下来的？他侄女。干嘛要把他放下来？为他的灵魂担忧。他有多少钱？有很多。他准有八十岁喽。不管怎样。”我算准他有八十岁。I wish he would go home. I never go to bed before three o'clock. What kind of hour is that to go to bed? He stays up because he likes it. He's lonely. I'm not lonely. I have a wife waiting in bed for me. He had a wife once too. A wife would be no good to him now. You can't tell. He might be better with a wife. His niece looks after him. I know you said she cut him down. I wouldn't want to be that old. An old man is a nasty thing. Not always. This old man is clean. He drinks without spilling. Even now, drunk. Look at him. I don't want to look at him. I wish he would go home. He has no regard for those who must work. 我真希望他回家去。我从来没有在三点以前睡觉过，那是个什么样的睡觉时间呀？他因为不喜欢睡觉，所以才不睡觉。他孤孤单单，我可不孤独。我有个老婆在床上等着我呢。他从前也有过老婆。这会儿有老婆对他可没好处。话可不能这么说，他有老婆也许会好些。他侄女会照料他。我知道，你刚才说是他把他放下来的。我才不要活得那么老，老人邋里邋遢。不一定都是这样。这个老人干干净净，他喝起酒来并不滴滴答答往外漏，哪怕这会儿喝醉了
，你瞧他，我才不想瞧他，我希望他回家去，他并不关心那些非干活不可的人。The old man looked from his glass across the square, then over at the waiters. Another brandy, he said, pointing to his glass. The waiter, who was in a hurry, came over. Finished, he said, speaking with that omission of syntax stupid people employ when talking to drunken people or foreigners. No more tonight. Close now. Another, said the old man. No, finished. The waiter wiped the edge of the table with a towel and shook his head. 那老人从酒杯上抬起头来，望望广场，又望望那两个侍者。再来杯白兰地，他指着杯子说。那个着急的侍者跑了过去。没了，他不顾什么句法地说。蠢汉在对醉汉或外国人说话时就这么说话。今晚上没了，打烊了。再来一杯，那老人说。不，没了。侍者一边拿块毛巾开开桌沿，一边摇摇头。The old man stood up, slowly counted the saucers, took a leather coin purse from his pocket, and paid for the drinks, leaving half a peseta tip. The waiter watched him go down the street, a very old man walking unsteadily but with dignity. 老人站了起来，慢慢地数着茶托，打口袋里摸出一只装硬币的钱夹子来，付了酒账，又放下半个比赛塔做小账。那个侍者瞅着他顺着大街走去，这个年纪很大的人走起路来，虽然脚步不停稳，却很有神气。A clean, well-lighted place, by Ernest Hemingway. It was very late, and everyone had left the cafe except an old man who sat in the shadow the leaves of the tree made against the electric light. In the daytime, the street was dusty, but at night, the dew settled the dust, and the old man liked to sit late because he was deaf, and now at night. It was quiet, and he felt the difference. The two waiters inside the cafe knew that the old man was a little drunk, and while he was a good client, they knew that if he became too drunk, he would leave without paying. So they kept watch on him. Last week he tried to commit suicide. One waiter said, "Why? He was in despair. What about? Nothing." How do you know it was nothing? He has plenty of money. They sat together at a table that was close against the wall near the door of the cafe, and looked at the terrace where the tables were all empty, except where the old man sat in the shadow of the leaves of the tree that moved slightly in the wind. A girl and a soldier went by in the street. The streetlight shone on the brass number on his collar. The girl wore no head covering and hurried beside him. The guard will pick him up," 
one waiter said, "What does it matter if he gets what is after? He had better get off the street now. The guard will get him. They went by five minutes ago." The old man sitting in the shadow rapped on his saucer with his glass. The younger waiter went over to him. "What do you want?" The old man looked at him. "Another brandy," he said. "You'll be drunk," the waiter said. The old man looked at him. The waiter went away. "He'll stay all night," he said to his colleague. "I'm sleepy now. I never get into bed before three o'clock. He should have killed himself last week." The waiter took the brandy bottle and another saucer from the counter inside the cafe, and marched out to the old man's table. He put down the saucer and poured the glass full of brandy. "You should have killed yourself last week," he said to the deaf man. The old man motioned with his finger. "A little more," he said. The waiter poured on into the glass, so that brandy slopped over and ran down the stem into the top saucer of the pile. "Thank you," the old man said. The waiter took the bottle back inside the cafe. He sat down at the table with his colleague again. "He's drunk now," he said. "He's drunk every night. What did he want to kill himself for? How should I know? How did he do it?" He hung himself with a rope. Who cut him down? His niece. Why did they do it? Fear for his soul. How much money has he got? He's got plenty. He must be eighty years old. Anyway, I should say he was eighty. I wish he would go home. I never go to bed before three o'clock. What kind of hour is that to go to bed? He stays up because he likes it. He's lonely. I'm not lonely. I have a wife waiting in bed for me. He had a wife once too. A wife would be no good to him now. You can't tell. He might be better with a wife. His niece looks after him. I know. You said she cut him down. I wouldn't want to be that old. An old man is a nasty thing. Not always. This old man is clean. He drinks without spilling. Even now, drunk. Look at him. I don't want to look at him. I wish he would go home. He has no regard for those who must work. The old man looked from his glass across the square, then over at the waiters. Another brandy, he said, pointing to his glass. The waiter, who was in a hurry, came over. Finished, he said, speaking with that omission of syntax stupid people employ when talking to drunken people or foreigners. No more tonight. Close now. Another, said the old man. No, finished. The waiter wiped the edge of the table with a towel and shook his head. The old man stood up. Slowly counted the saucers, took a leather coin purse from his pocket, and paid for the drinks, leaving half a peseta tip. The waiter watched him go down the street, a very old man walking unsteadily but with dignity.
感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目。您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。今天的节目就到这儿，我们明天见。